This is Look Into My Life, the beginning, episode four, Siblings. I am the oldest of, honestly, I can't even tell you how many children this woman that is supposed to be my birth mother had. Counting the live births and the multiple abortions, I don't know. But the siblings that I do know, I say there's about six or seven, but there are ones that I I don't know. Um I'm the oldest of the children that I do know. Well I'm the oldest children that I don't know either um the second to oldest we have a five-year age gap and then for a couple children it's pretty much stair steps it's right after the second oldest then the third oldest they're 11 months apart literally both of their birthdays are in December um And then right after that, there's one, and so on and so forth. I was raised by my grandmother, who I definitely consider my mother, who was my mother in every sense of the word. And so, after my cousin that was living with us for a while, she left. I was pretty much raised as an only child but with the knowledge that I had siblings. That makes sense. The second to oldest. We kind of had a bit of closeness during our childhood. Because she kind of stuck out. And I definitely stuck out. So we kind of had that kinship of you know, being an outsider. And we didn't really see each other that often. And when their mother lost custody of them, a couple of them, for a spell, they lived with my grandmother and I. And that was... One, two, three, four. Four of them. But as I said, there are more that came. Um, But this was after. And so when she lost custody of them, they came and stayed with Mamiya and I for a while. And, you know, the the closeness that the second toll is, and I had got a little bit deeper, you know, certain feelings of not knowing who the father was and being darker and all of that. And unfortunately, especially unfortunately for them, situation happened 
and they ended up getting put in foster care where they went through a lot and none of it was good that's their story to tell not mine so flash forward to when the second to oldest the one under me five years apart came home turned 18 left the system I thought that we were going to pick up where we left off and you know just for a little bit of a filler I'd like to add before I continue um another part that I should have added in my childhood because they were placed in foster care when I was 12 or 13 years old and some of the adults in my family and I think that that was really unintelligent and well I'm not even going to be PC about it that was stupid of them to say to a 13 year old kid well since they're gone now, it's your responsibility to get them back. And, you know, I kind of, I carried that weight on me. I was 17 years old. I, like, had a full-blown panic attack. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm about to be 18. I'm supposed to get my siblings out of foster care. Where am I going to get the money? Where am I going to get the house? All of this. And, you know... It hurt me a lot that they were gone. And so back to the flash forward. Second to oldest, turns 18, she comes back. And I really thought that we were pretty much going to pick up where we left off. That uh, if you've seen the color purple, that we were going to have a Sealy and Nettie moment. (laughs) Where we would be in a field of purple wildflowers playing patty cake with each other telling each other how much we missed each other and loved each other all along that's really what I believed we were going to be it didn't work out that way at all and even now in present day there's like little sparks of it you know she'll call me or we'll have a moment you know she did something nice for my birthday but then it's like the in between there's nothing like even now with the health problems and all that I'm going through like there's nothing and um it used to really really hurt me But, you know, I kind of, I get it now. It's like, when she does come around, it's like she has this feeling like I'm supposed to feel this way. Or I'm supposed to, you know, do this. But the actual feeling of it is not there. There was a lot of time that passed. And a lot of trauma that happened in the years that me and the siblings that I know of were separated. So it's almost like 
meeting a stranger and saying, okay, this is your sister. Go be sisters somewhere. <laughs> and it's kind of just like, whoa, whoa, what? And so I, I get that. I understand it. I don't know, maybe because I was older that, you know, I feel somewhat differently, you know? Like, I consider them my sisters. I, you know, would proudly say, like, this is my sister, this is my family, da-da-da-da-da. And, you know, they genuinely don't feel that way. And that's something that I've grown to accept. can't particularly say that I'm okay with it, but I've accepted it, you know? It is what it is. Some things can't be what you have in your mind that they're supposed to be. Because I don't think that we will ever, with any of them, not just the second oldest, but with the third or the fourth or the fifth, we will never be what someone's idea of siblings are. You know? And that's sad. And it sucks. But... That's the way it is. And I do understand that there is some resentment. I mean, how could there not be? I've heard of some of the things that some of my siblings have said. You know, we got adopted out. We went through hell. What made Elise so special? And it wasn't like that at all. My mother birth mother, whatever you want to call the chick, had me at 13. The hospital was in no way, shape, or form, and she was a runaway. They were in no shape or form going to let me go off with her. If my grandmother hadn't taken me, I would have been given up for adoption. So by the time that they had gotten taken to foster care, my grandmother was already my legal guardian. You know, she had pretty much already adopted me, so it wasn't part of the situation. And I get that even with the rational, rational, I can't even say that word, even with the knowledge of it being different. That there is still resentment. I get it. You know, it it in no way is my fault. I was a kid just like they were. I might have been older. You know, I was 13. I think the oldest one was like maybe nine, eight. But, you know, it wasn't my fault. There was nothing special, quote unquote, about me. Um... 
that that's something that they will have to come to terms with on their own, you know? Do I think that they ever will? Probably not, you know? Most matters of the heart, as far as my life experience, most matters of the heart literally make no sense to the brain in the first place anyway. So, that is where that is. You know, it sucks, like, having siblings without having siblings. And also, like, being told a stranger is your sibling. So, looking back on it all, you know, I realize who's at fault, but... Everybody doesn't think the same. So, this has been part four, the beginning, siblings, and part three, childhood, I connected it to the beginning part two segment of Mia. So if you're looking for that, it has been connected to Mia and I don't know if you can tell or not, but I'm not doing the editing thing. You know, I just think it's cute to add theme music to these podcasts, but this is real. This is raw. Um, there's no need for editing as far as what I am trying to convey which is I'm getting my story out there and I'm telling my story before my story gets told for me and if you've listened to the Mia segment I don't want any backtracking any backpedaling when you know shit hits the fan cause I am battling multiple health problems. I don't know where the journey with the health problems will lead. So I'm telling my story before anybody gets a chance to lie, before anybody gets a chance to fake anything and say, well, I was there and I loved her all along and I called her every day. No, I'm calling out bullshit and I am telling it all while I can. It is my story and I'm telling my story from my point of view, from my personal experiences, from what I have seen. So there's no editing at all. There's no cutting. There's nothing written down. This is just real. This is just raw, and I want to share it while I can, while I can write, still write my own story and tell it 100% truth. So please stay tuned. I want people to know. So I do not want to happen to me what happened to Mamiya 
a bunch of people lying, saying that they were there all along and they weren't. I'm calling it out. And as Mia used to say with me, I'm sick, speaking from my chest. I'm putting some grit in my crawl, and I really am coming out guns blazing. I'm tired of holding it all in. This is here. This is real. This is me. And this is my truth. No bullshit. No filter. No editing. Thank you for listening. I will be back. We are taking a journey through my life. Look into my life. See what I see.